Mr. Mulberry with the Aviation with an Aviation special celebrating International Women's Day uh, with one of my favorite people in the whole wide world, Callie Perkins. How are you, ma'am? I'm wonderful. Yes, you are. You are absolutely wonderful. Um, I've known Kelly for a very long time. Um, I still didn't have any gray hair when I when I met her, and you know, um, I have no idea where to go with that. So, <laughs> I just had any hair, gray hair. Um, but Kelly, you've had a, an, inter- an interesting kind of trajectory through and and around the industry, uh, working for manufacturers, working for integrators, nonprofits, the whole the whole gamut, right? Um, so let's kind of take a, a a step back and look at how you got into the industry? Uh, well, I, I had, um, I had lost a job at an advertising agency and was bartending at a local bar. Uh, it was winter of 2008 when, um, the world was kind of in a deep recession and yeah, I really couldn't afford internet. So I was like bartending and sitting on my patio, stealing other people's internet, trying to apply for jobs. And, um, I answered an ad. I answered a million ads on the news in the newspaper. Yes. Um, and I interviewed at Vadio with Rob and Tom and I guess the rest is history. Uh, they offered me a job and I was like this, you know, it was kind of like, kind of like in a seedy part of a suburb. And I was like, well, it's a job, you know, I like wasn't super excited about it. And then I started it and I was like, okay, this is, this is something I can work with. These guys are super cool. They were, and you, you had some of the most, most unique trade show booths and some of the most unique swag. Um, one of them being an ACDC, um, 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 I'm going to call it a ripoff, but a, a, an ode to ACDC back in black. There we go. Um, Yeah. So Rob, who's kind of the mastermind behind a lot of this stuff, Rob Sheely, um, He's the former owner and founder of Vadio. If I think everybody at this point, at least if you're in the industry, has heard of Vadio. Um, he's the mastermind behind it. He had been an integrator for a long time and owned several companies and decided to start a camera company. And if anybody knows Rob, he's a huge music nut. He loves vinyl 45s. And so a lot of the swag and different kind of promotional marketing stuff revolved around music, which is cool because really everybody that worked there was kind of a big music nut. Um, so yeah, and he was super open to doing really cool, funky, kind of like edgy stuff. So yeah, we did the ACDC thing. We did... Um, we did like a hippie one. We did, we did all sorts of ones that probably wouldn't even be allowed uh, in the politically corrected world that we're in today. <laughs> there, there were a couple, I'm certain. Um, so, so kind of you, you went from there again. You went to um, ABI Systems. Um, you've uh, spent a stint at, at NSCA, a nonprofit, working with trying to get you know young people into the industry uh, with Ignite. When you look at your trajectory and, and other, you know, you also, you, now you're working with other, um, other uh, manufacturers as a, as a, you know, uh, a consultant, as well as a, um, you know, working with uh, our friends at, at Access Networks and, and their social media. Um, what are some challenges that you've faced, you know, um, not necessarily, and, and if it happened, you know, um, you know, you know, whether you were working with the end user, right? or the dealers or, you know, just other people in the industry. What are some of the challenges that you face and, and how, how have you overcome those? 
Oh, well, let me count the number. <laughs> uh, you know, I guess we, we face challenges every day. I face challenges every day. Um, you know, back when it was at Vadio, it was just learning what the heck was going on. You know, a lot of that part was learning marketing, getting my feet wet um, in that area as well as AV because I'm not a super technical person. And uh, so I had to be technical enough at Vadio. And then, you know, AVI systems, and I had managed some people at Vadio. I think I had a team of four or five when I left. And then when I went to AVI systems, um, they really didn't have a marketing person to begin with. Um, so it was just kind of building their marketing program and bringing on employees and staff as needed. Um, and that was, AVI was tough just because it was, a, it was the largest organization I'd ever worked with. And at the time there were like 500 people, which I think in the grand scheme of things really isn't that large. Um, but they had like 16 different offices and just trying to wrangle you know, and create consistent marketing across all of the offices was a challenge because there's a lot of different personalities and a lot of characters in different areas <laughs> around the country. So that was, that was a challenge. Um, you know, but you, you try and you try and explain why it's, it's a good thing for them and why it's going to make their business better. I remember having a, a discussion about social media and the importance of social media. And I got a lot of pushback on that. Um, at the very beginning, you know, but, but it's, I mean, it's, it's just one of those things where I, you know, tried to reinforce and say over and over, I'm trying to help you guys because it's good for business. I'm not just trying to like say, do this, you know, because it's the cool thing to do. Right. So it's just convincing people that, you know, marketing isn't just fluff, you know, it's not just, you know, you know, getting swag together and stuff. It's actually, there's a lot of strategy to it, as I'm sure you know, and there's a lot of bits and pieces. And I think, you know, even like five years ago, I had a really hard time explaining and convincing that to people. So that was a really big challenge that I had to overcome. And, and I get, you know, not, this is a woman's thing, but like trying to convince that to, to people that, are in a leadership capacity and you're intimidated, right? Like I was intimidated, you know, and I'm not end all be all. I don't know everything. There's a lot that I don't know. So it was just, it was hard to convince people of that. Um, just that it, that marketing is important and that's worth it and that you have to spend the money to do it. Um, because it is a long game. It's not transactional like sales. So it takes, it takes time to see results and it takes money. Um, so I've gotten a lot better at that. <laughs> Um, you know, and NSCA was great. I love all the folks there. It was super fun. I love Ignite. I helping people, young people, mentoring young people, um, just frankly, just helping people succeed is a big passion of mine. You know, I, I, when I worked with Ignite, I got to work with so many young people and help you know, help them succeed in their careers and move from one position to another position. Uh, so that, that to me was really important. And the Ignite program was really important to me. It's dear to my heart, you know, and I, I, I brought it to where I thought, you know, now, now it's kind of phase two, somebody else can kind of take the reins and run with it. I got all kind of the foundational pieces, the marketing pieces up to par, and then kind of handed it off. And it was, 
It was bittersweet in the fact that, like I said, I still love Ignite and it's changed form factor a bit uh, these days after the pandemic and all the chaos of 2020. Um, but, you know, I, I've always, I've always tr wanted to try and do my own thing. It, it's just been a thing, whether it's owning a company, whether it's being self-employed, whether it's this or that, you know, I just, I always wanted to try and do it. <laughs> and that was really, really the catalyst for, for me going out on my own was um, industry friends, right? Like I had some folks that just needed help. Um, specifically my friend, Ken Simons, uh, who runs Excellence Marketing out of Minneapolis. You know, he's, I've known him for a long time and, you know, he took me out to lunch one day and he's like, Kelly, he's like, I'm going to be selfish because I, I want to hire you and I can't afford you full time. He's like, but I think you can do this, you know, and he was just a big, a big proponent, a big mentor and helped me a lot along the way. And then, you know, I thought I'd be, you know, scrambling for, for business, but it, it was weird because there were all of a sudden I started finding that there are a lot of the companies in our industry, specifically AV can't afford full-time marketing people. So you know, through kind of like my connections at NSEA and just, you know, the industry small, I started meeting more and more people. And at some point I took on too much business, <laughs> which is a whole nother challenge in, its, in and of itself. Um, you know, but it's been running your own business, as you know, is, it's hard. <laughs> yeah. It's harder than I thought it would be. Um, I've learned a ton. I've learned more in the last year and a half two years than I think I've learned in, you know, five to seven years of working in a business. Um, so it's, it's really cool. And it's stuff I can take with me forever, whether I decide to go back to a company uh, full time, or if I decide to keep doing this. Um, but it's just been, you know, I'd say the the pros and the learning moments and the positives definitely outweigh all of the challenges and the and the heartaches um, throughout everything. And this industry is near and dear to my heart. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's been, you know, up and down and crazy and all of that. <laughs> talk, talk for a second about some of the, the challenges though, as, as being a woman in, in this industry and, and, you know, the stories that we've gotten over the last month or so of, of recording these, um, have been, you know, interesting, but also heartbreaking. Uh, and I, I, you know, I referenced somebody the other day, I said, these are enough to, to make you cry and also piss you off. Right. Um, and, and some of these, you know, have happened years ago and, and, you know, things that you would hope never doesn't happen anymore. Um, and, and then you turn on the camera and, and start the microphone and somebody tells you one that happened, you know, last month. Um, that is the same story that happened 30 years ago to somebody else. So talk for a second about, about some of those, those instances or those hurdles and, and what it took, uh, both internally, but also, you know, with the support system that you had to, to overcome some of those. Um, I mean, so, okay. So I took on, um, uh, this part-time job with access networks and I work for Haley Patterson, who's amazing. Who's awesome. and wonderful. Yeah. Super cool. So I was thinking about this, like, um, after I started there, which I started January one, and she is the first female boss I've had since high school. So she's my first female boss I've, I've had in my prof professional career. And I was trying to think of the last ones this morning, actually. And it was when I worked at little Caesars inside of Kmart. 
and at a pizza joint waiting tables. So those are the last- Awesome. Little Caesars. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Yeah. So, and I mean, when you work in Little Caesars inside of Kmart, you can only imagine what the female boss is like. So there's that. Um, yeah. So I've only worked for men my entire pretty much professional career. I've worked alongside women. I've hired a lot of women uh, as well as men. Um, you know, and I try and think of specific instances where, you know, where we're in the industry and in over my years, I've, I've run into, you know, challenges of being a woman. And I would guess, you know, I can't, I'll be honest, I can't think of like a specific horribly heartbreaking thing um, that, that comes to mind. I mean, there's little things, right? <laughs> like, yeah. you know, that you're like, oh, that's not very nice. Or, oh, of course she's an AV, but she's in marketing, you know, that kind of stuff or whole booth babe conversation and, and whatnot. But I don't know if it's because I've been lucky or because, you know, I, I frankly, I don't know. I have both men and women in this industry that I, that I love dearly. And I just, I, I haven't had like a giant moment other than, than, like I said, where it's for me, it, it could have been being a woman, but it was, it was being in kind of like higher level positions when I was younger <laughs> amongst a lot of men, middle-aged men, you know, and it's, I think, and I don't, I don't want to stereotype because I'm not trying to, but I'm just like, it's hard enough in our industry because there aren't females or there are, but there aren't a lot, you know, the ratio is very, very off kilter. And it's like, it's like, it's just intimidating. You know, it's hard enough. It's hard enough to go in front of a room and speak to a bunch of people. <laughs> and I think that's partly where some of my like mass fear of, of, you know, presenting and talking in front of people in public speaking, it's like, it's like I started out doing a lot of that stuff when I was like very young. I was, you know, usually the only female or if not the only female in the room, there were one or two others. And it's just like, I have the stigma of like, <laughs> of like kind of just being scared to do it. I think I'm getting over it. I'm trying to get over it. And I think maybe it's just being young too, right? Like, I don't know. Um, I've gained more confidence, you know, over the years and I don't question myself as much. So I think that's part of it too. Um, I mean, I question myself, but not as much as I used to when I was like 25. Right. So, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, I, I was trying to think of like a specific moment and, you know, without calling anyone out specifically, there really hasn't been anything too crazy. I mean, I, I'm, I guess I'm not one of those people that's making you cry. Well, you, you make me cry for different reasons. That's a whole other, you know, usually when we're out and, you know, anyhow. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I'm boring. You're not boring. One of the things I wanted to point out, though, is is you, you, you made the comment there that you're trying. You have, over the last two years, I'm not going to use the term reinvent yourself because that's unfair. But you have tried several different things that has added to your resume um, and to your 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 toolbox, quite frankly. Uh, you do a podcast with uh, with David Maldo, right? You did social media for for us, right? Aviation. Uh, you did a podcast with Don Mead here for a number of years. Um, you've done you know marketing and and you know both from the local um, level with 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 Ken. Ken's a, a local 
you know, um, manufacturers rep, you know, out of Minnesota, but he's got some regional areas, but as well as, as national, right. With, with the AV hero. So there are several different things that you have quote unquote tried. Uh, but I would say, you know, rather successfully. So you need to give yourself a bit more credit. Um, well, thank you. When, when it comes to the, the end of, of, I, I, I hesitate in saying some of these, uh, this term sometimes, but the, the end of your career, the, you know, when you're looking back, cause you are not anywhere close to that yet, uh, you're considerably younger than me. Um, so <laughs> you are be quiet. when you, when you, when you look back at, at your career, what do you want to see have changed when it comes to women in the industry and, and how do you want to have changed it? I hope that when I leave this industry, that there are, there are more women in it. I really hope that I've, like I said, I've tried to bring in, bring in more. Some of them have stayed, uh, some of them haven't. Um, I just, I, I would like it where not every AV integration company's executive leadership page on their website is a, is all, you know, middle-aged white males, um, except for maybe HR and marketing. <laughs> it would be nice if it was a little bit more balanced. It would be nice if there were more women, um, just women in the technical side of things. Um, I wish I could be that person. Um, I, I can't. <laughs> You know, and I, I, I guess I just hope that that at the end of my career, I've been able to help young people, you know, find their way into the industry, you know, latch onto it and be successful, you know, throughout their careers. Because I remember, you know, when I first started out, it was it was hard. It's especially hard being a woman. It's hard being a woman in a very male dominated industry. And, you know, to have. I would like to be a mentor, I guess. I would like to help those young women navigate the chaos of, you know, any type of career and, and especially AV because it's confusing, <laughs> especially to the outside world. Um, you know, and I think of some of my, you know, greatest female mentors, there's, you know, Corey Schaefer, uh, Christina DeBono, I mean, Dina Lockhart, there's, you know, Lori Englert, some of these women are insane and amazing and have done nothing but but help me and and I just hope that I'm in a position at, at that point where you know kind of where they are in, in an executive role you know to reach out and help and make a difference um and even the playing field a good place long, to stop long no. answer no it's not I like it uh it's a good place to stop though Kelly Perkins thank you so much um, if somebody wants to get a hold of you, how do they do that? Uh, I'm all over the soch, uh, Kelly P Perkins at pretty much everything. Uh, emails, Kelly P Perkins at gmail.com. Right, Kelly Perkins. Thank you so much uh, for us, for aviation, go by our website, aviation.tv that's aviation.tv, uh, and follow along as we highlight other incredible women, the entire month of March, all that and more at aviation.tv that's aviation.tv. 